You guys, before I hit play on this episode, I got to fill you in on one of my secret weapons that helps me to feel great and perform great in my life. I get asked this question all the time. How do you have so much energy? And the truth is, it's my entire lifestyle. But a major factor that plays into this energy is my morning ritual. That's right. That is my secret weapon. It's how I'm starting my days. How you start your day, you guys, directly impacts how you are going to move throughout your day. So what I wanted to do to really support you to optimize your energy, to help you be very focused and drive yourself in the direction you want to move yourself throughout your day is I created a free downloadable 10 minute kick-ass energy morning ritual. That's right. Cause I know, I know not everybody has a ton of time every morning to designate to a morning practice, but even 10 minutes 10 minutes at the start of your day will make a major difference. I say it all the time, you guys, inches make the mile. So what do you get in this morning ritual? You get a five minute meditation that you can actually take in at any time of day. It's going to root you, center you, and help you just get very grounded and elevated within yourself. You're also going to get a free downloadable PDF with some action prompts just to help you build the habit of this ritual. So, so there's some journal prompts in there. There's a movement prompt in there. There's some intentional nutrition prompts in there just to help you, you know, be very conscious about the way that you're driving your body and your nutrition throughout the day. Both are huge levers in how you're going to feel and perform. Another call to actions. All of this you can receive by entering your email. There's a link in the show notes, but this is also on blackbeltbeauty.com's homepage. I just made it easy for you by putting this link in the show notes. Put in your email and you will immediately get the meditation and PDF sent to you. I did this because I want you to feel great and perform great in your life. And honestly, you guys, my morning ritual is truly that. It is a secret weapon. It's how I sharpen my sword and how I strengthen my shield and prepare for battle. Whatever life's going to throw at me or whatever I'm, you know, putting myself in, in terms of being in the arena, you know, seek the fight every day. I know that I'm going to be better capable after I have done this morning ritual. So check it out. Let me know if it serves you. DM me on Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty's Instagram. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you feel after practicing this morning ritual. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt PD Radio. This solo episode's a little extra special. Um, so real time, just got done, literally just got done running five miles and I've, I've just got so much epic um, neurochemical magic happening in me from this run that I just, I literally just, you know, came home, um, touched myself up a little bit and, and just wanted to sit down and just get out what was coming up for me in my mind on this run. And, 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 you know, from my heart, you know, I've said this before, but so much of my my, specifically my, my posts and my, my captions. So that form of writing, cause I have 
kind of several different tones um, and expressions of writing. But a lot of the posts that that I create or solo subjects um, come from this sort of moving meditation that I get from specifically from these long duration runs, right? And so I'm honestly, there's there's kind of a handful of things that I I, I want to address. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of just um, yeah, kind of I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna move around basically. So just warning you to be agile, but I know that my community is, um, and you know just know that you know so much of this stuff that I want to talk about and share is is really a sense of like channeling, right? All of which I feel intuitively is is what you need to hear right now. Um, is what is going to serve you, to empower you, to support you wherever you are in your life right now. So I think the first thing that I want to talk about, which is a huge subject, is um, the feeling of rejection. The feeling of rejection, I mean, honestly, it deserves its own solo so because it's just, it's such a rich, rich subject. But, you know, I think it's very um, fair to say that each and every one of us has felt not, you know, if, if not one time, which I say that kind of as a joke, like several times in our lives, like we've felt rejected, myself deeply included, right? Um, I talk about, you know, this idea that, you know, I kind of move through my life as an underdog, having the heart of an underdog and the mindset of a champion. And where that really comes from is this deep thinking and kind of reflecting back on, on my life. Um, you know, my, my childhood uh, had a ton of adversity in it and you know, throughout my childhood, um, there were so many epic blessings and gifts and, you know, privileges, um, extraordinary experiences uh, that were also met with so many insanely, like, just really brutal challenges, you know? And one thing that, you know, I've felt several times um, throughout my life is, is this feeling of being an underdog. It's like, you know, having, knowing inside that you, you have everything it takes, but kind of coming in as like second best or coming up short, um, you know, next to, you know, somebody else. I mean, that, that definitely happened a lot, uh, throughout my, my career, um, as a makeup artist, you know, I mean, it's a, it's freelance, you know, um, work that I was in. Right. So for those of you who are not familiar, that means like you're hired, Per job, right? So you're independent, you're an independent contractor, and your work comes, um, it's like gig after gig kind of thing, right? And you you have to hunt for your work, right? So there's always this sense of like competition that's happening because, especially in that realm, because it's, you know, celebrity focus was the arena that I was in, and it was so, it's so competitive, right? Um, and so, you know, to get to the top 1%, which I'm very, you know, proud that I, I did, um, there was just so much rejection that I had to face um, along the way, right? So that's just one example, um, but it stems further back, you know, into to my childhood um, as well. And, you know, I have found so much appreciation um, in that because 
the reason why I say the, the underdog is so powerful, you guys, because the underdog has to continuously validate itself, right? Um, you, you, because you're not getting that, you know, that, that external validation, um, on the norm, right? You're, you, so you, in order to keep going, you have to push past that rejection. You have to dig deeper into your self-belief, into your self-worth, and ultimately into, you know, your, your desired um, outcome, your, your vision, you know, you have to lean and commit into all of that versus becoming a victim of, you know, uh, any form of rejection. And there's so much power in that. I mean, by now, if, if you, if you haven't been listening, um, if this is the beginning um, of your Black Belt Beauty Radio experience with me, you know, I, I constantly talk about the importance of um, self-validation, you know, external validation does have its place. I do, I do feel that it could be a great metric of, you know, kind of performance and business and things like that. But in terms of your self-confidence, your self-worth and, and, and any, and all of that stuff, no, you're, it needs to come from within. We need to be able to validate ourselves because when we are putting our sense of self-worth, our confidence, self-love, all that stuff, our value, um, when that is being, you know, uh, when we're receiving that or feeling that as a result of, of the external um, and not the internal, that's a, that's a problem because the external can change, right? The person, the, the audience, the brand, the, whoever it is, whatever it is, that variable can change, right? But you are in you until you're out of here. So if you can cultivate that for yourself, you know, that's, that's real power, right? And then anything that comes outside, right? So all the external validation that you receive um, from the external is it's a beautiful bonus. And in fact, I believe that when we are able to self-validate and really cultivate that self-worth and that self-confidence and that self-love, I mean, that's the energy that we're putting out in the world, right? So we're going to attract more of that and likely be validated um, in a lot of, of those ways as well from the external. So that's, that's my, you know, that's kind of like a bite-sized, um, take on, on, on self-validation, but back to the underdog and to rejection, you know, I, I think that when you are someone, especially I talk about this all the time, like being a path creator and, you know, you're someone who's really just stretching yourself constantly. So you're, you're, you're a creative individual, you're creating your life from a place of passion, from a place of purpose, from a place of vision. Um, you know, you're going to constantly be putting yourself out there. And that means that you were always at risk to, to be rejected. Um, and it, it's really, it's just, it never feels good to feel rejected. You put a post out crickets, no likes, no, no, um, you know, engagement doesn't feel good. Um, you know, you give the person that you are crushing on a clue and you don't get the response back. doesn't feel good. You apply for the job and you don't get it. doesn't feel good. There are so many ways that we can feel rejected. Now, what do we do when we feel rejected? Well, 
a lot of things, depending on the person that you are, right? But what I want to point out here, what I feel um, can be really supportive to you right now is for, let me walk you through my process. Um, And I'm talking about in this day and time, like when I feel rejection um, now, currently. So, you know, you, if you've been dialed into me now, you know, I am a very confident woman. Uh, My confidence is developed from myself, that validation, um, my self-worth, my self-love, all of that. Right. So let's just just put in that out there. Um, And I still feel rejection at times and it fucking sucks when I do feel it. So what do I do? First, I acknowledge what I feel. I always acknowledge what I'm feeling, right? Rather than like trying to fight it, like just push it aside, like right away, I just kind of face it. Let's sit with it for a moment. Like, all right, here we are. Okay, feeling rejected right now. (laughs) And then, and then, you know, um, I remind myself this incredible, beautiful gift that I downloaded one day of meditation with, uh, in conversation with my muse. So for those of you who don't know, it's my highest self, my future self, my ride or die, um, my everything, my North star. And she said to me, rocks, nothing means anything except the meaning you decide to give to it. Nothing means anything except the meaning that you decide to give to it. And it really, you know, it's such an emotional neutralizer. And what it does is it just, for me, it, it puts me back in the driver's seat, right? Um, because I think one thing that doesn't feel, when, when we feel rejected, we just, we feel like we don't have control in a way. It's like something else is controlling our emotions, right? Um, but really it's us, right? It's us allowing that to happen. It's us focusing or looking at the situation in a way that is giving away our power, right? And that doesn't mean that whatever is making us feel that sense of rejection isn't actually, you know, um, like a legitimate um, scenario that would make one feel rejected, right? But it's more to say that we always have the power to shift our lens, our perspective. And I feel that that statement, um, number one, I believe that it is very true. And number two, I, I do believe that it helps. So maybe if, if you're feeling rejected right now, somewhere in your life, remind yourself that nothing means anything except the meaning that you decided to give to it. So can you give, and this kind of moves into, you know, the, um, the next step, can you look at this in any other way? The situation, is there you know, a possibility that you are over, you know, kind of exaggerating a story or are you, you know, bringing some kind of drama or emotion to the situation that, you know, comes from something in the past or something that has just been bothering you. And now you're kind of, you know, packaging it with this scenario. And then now it's feeling like you're really being rejected. Um, Can you perhaps look at this situation as protection, you know? One of my best friends, Gina Brooke, you know, said this to me decades ago, literally like almost two decades ago, she said, rejection is protection. And I was like, damn girl, (laughs) that is a fierce statement. And I think in so many scenarios, 
you know, it's true because I'm sure that all of you right now can think about a time where you felt rejected and were in fact, were rejected and then time moves on and you're like, damn, I dodged a bullet, you know, whatever that was, right. You were being protected. So can you look at the situation um, from that perspective? You know, there's just the, the, the real concept here is just to kind of zoom out from this, you know, kind of judgmental place, right? You're judging the situation and you're looking at it from a a harsh lens and it's not making you feel good. And can you put on my classic student lens glasses, right? And can you look at the situation um, and try and study it more and learn about it more and see what else is coming up for you from this that may be exaggerating it or maybe um, just, you know, maybe just putting you, you know, into a scenario emotionally that really doesn't call for all of the emotions you're feeling. Maybe it does, but the point is this allows you to become, this is self-mastery, self-regulation, you know, listen, you might walk away from, you know, this kind of inquisitive moment with yourself and still feel like, well, no, I, you know, I just genuinely feel rejected from this situation. Okay. But at least you were able to have the discipline, emotional discipline to just move yourself through this questioning process. Because I'll tell you what, this process is a skill that transfers into so many different other areas of your life or moments of your life, right? You always want to be able, this is also emotional intelligence, self-awareness, right? It all lives in this self-mastery conversation, right? We need to be able to create space between, you know, our reaction and, you know, a stimulus. And again, it may end up after you've kind of moved yourself through these questions and this processing that it's like, well, no, here's the bottom line that hurt me because I, you know, voiced some, you know, that I really wanted to, you know, let's just make an example romantically. Okay. I really wanted to, you know, see this person and this person didn't respond to me or something like that. Right. Another example could be, again, I really wanted that job. I really wanted that opportunity and I didn't get it. And those are, you know, kind of just, you know, okay, it is what it is situations, you know, and maybe, you know, again, this is a thing where it's like you, you live your way into discovering when you're, when you're able to look back, right. Time moves on and you go, oh, actually that's why that didn't pan out, you know, you know, uh, or not, you know, you don't always have to search for the meaning of things, but I think what I really am trying to drive home here is specifically around um, rejection is that rather than just becoming a victim of the feelings that come with rejection, I want you to empower yourself with practices that walk you through the scenario and your emotional state. So then you can decide, you know, is what I'm feeling right now worthy of this, you know, situation. And, and, and let's just say that, you know, you conclude, no, this just sucks and it hurts and, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Then we can move into self, some, some self-soothing practices. And that is something that, you know, I'm very grateful that I have been able to develop 
very strongly in my life. You know, um, I think it's very important to have a very healthy counsel, and I certainly do. But you know, throughout my life, and and I I don't even know where this kind of came from, but whenever there has been a challenge, something for me to really that's really hitting me hard. Rather than running away from it, I've, I've always run towards myself, right? So running, rather than running from myself, I've ran towards myself. Um, and that doesn't mean that I, you know, don't call my people because I do. But when I call my people, I've already taken that um, time to just first be with myself and first move myself through some of the practices that help me kind of emotionally root myself and get myself very centered right and also offer myself some some comfort and listen this is never going to change but journaling is always the first place that I go journaling and then movement you know we know that when we uh, change our physiological state we change our emotional state and that doesn't mean that your challenge or your issue problem goes away but it does mean that your emotional response to it um, or just your emotional um, state is altered at that time and likely in a, you know, kind of more in a higher vibration, right? You're a little bit more resilient. You're a little bit more strong, maybe more centered level headed, you know, all of the above in my own life, that is certainly the case. So journaling and then movement and that movement will vary depending on where I am, you know, in my cycle, emotionally even. So it could be a long walk. It could be beast mode, just depends on what I need. Right. Um, but, but move, definitely move. So writing, you know, this beautiful sacred space, my, in my world, it's called my favorite room, my journal, this place that always holds space for me, never judges me. I can literally unravel any single thing that I want, any emotion, any feeling, any thought, any idea, anything, goal, anything. And it just holds space for me. Right. Um, and she's always there for me. Just anytime I need her, it's literally open, start rolling in. So the power of journaling is something that I'm going to continually drill home because I know in my own life. And even now, you know, the woman that I coach, I mean, I can't tell you how much progress they make um, in their emotional discipline and their resilience and really, you know, in, in, you know, certain outcomes of their life because they have turned to journal, to, to journaling. Um, and then the other thing, um, you know, I was thinking, and this is kind of, I'm going to bridge a little bit. Remember the agility part here. So, you know, I was thinking, cause I, I you know, I did a thing on Instagram um, yesterday where I asked my, my community to ask me questions and uh, I was asked, you know, about like some healthy morning routine habits and how to start your morning in a healthy way. And in the show notes, you guys, I have put um, a link to download a free five minute morning meditation, or really it's an anytime meditation for you that I've, I've created and a, a free downloadable PDF that gives you some action steps just to help, you know, kind of give you some ideas. I know, I know sometimes um, it can all feel so overwhelming. Where do I start? Uh, so I've just laid it out for you in a PDF. That's really easy. And, and, you know, if, if things resonate great, you know, start there and try and ritualize the process. And if not, you know, then you create your own, right. But just tools to help you. So just want to get that out of the way that that is in the show notes for you. But 
um, what I was thinking about, you know, on this run, and it goes back to the answer uh, to that question is this idea of being a, you know, human being or human doing. And, you know, I think that there's, it, it comes down to being both, right? Like I was just drawing an eight with my hands um, and thinking about the center of an eight and infinity, right? It's important to, to move into action, right? The human doing. It's equally important to be you know, the human being, right? And so what does that look like? So this is my answer. You know, well, this is the the part of the answer that I want to share that I think is really important. Um, you know, when I, my, my daily list is, is not just a to-do list, right? Like I certainly have my priorities, you know, the top three needle movers, um, and then, you know, the other tasks, tasks and things that I need to get done, um, to keep everything moving and going and, and, you know, to, to, to live my life essentially. Um, but I also create a, and this actually lives more in my, my journal, but it's, uh, my, my to feel list. And, and a lot of times it's in meditation. My muse asked me, what are the three things that you really want to feel today? Right. And because these feelings are energies, right? So, you know, a lot of times I'll write on my wrist too, like a dominant energy it could be magnetic. It could be bold. It could be, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, um, valiant. Um, but it's all meant to, to lead me, right. To, to kind of anchor myself in this energy. So when you think about like creating a to feel list, you know, you are being very intentional about what it is that you want to experience on an energetic level in your day. And that is so important, right? Because again, we're not just human doers, we're human beings, right? So, but if we're not even being conscious of that, again, so this goes back into like the conversation around emotional discipline, emotional, you know, regulation. Um, because I don't think that most people are conscious that of, oh, wait, let me set my intentions for how I really, and like very specifically too, not just like, oh, I want to have a great day. Oh, I want to have a powerful day. But what does that mean? Like, what do you want to feel? What's the dominating energy that you want to be moving yourself through in the day? And what are you going to do and not do? to see that you, that you're living that experience, you know, like, what do you need to say yes to in order to hold yourself in those energies? What do you need to say no to in order to keep yourself rooted powerfully in these very intentional feelings and energies that you want to be moving yourself with and through your day from, right? So it's just something else to think about. And you know, what else this is, what this gives to you, you guys, aside from, you know, um, well, the beautiful experience of it, but, you know, like, you know, being intentional and feeling these feelings and, and actually, you know, moving yourself throughout your day with it. But here's the thing. And this is something I talk about a lot in my coaching and my mentoring. It lives in my 5S roadmap to self-mastery. If you're not familiar with it, save it for another podcast. Um, self-connection. You're connecting with yourself. And that's so important because we need this. 
we're in us until we're out of here. I say it all the time. You are in you until you're out of here, right? I know I said it earlier in the podcast too. And so how, how, how do you come to love yourself? How do you come to, you know, get into this place of real ownership of self? That's a whole nother solo episode, acceptance versus ownership. I'll, I'll, I'll craft that one at another time. Um, but I, I stand for ownership, you know, owning who I am, right? Not just accepting. Hey, world, this is fucking who I am, like it or not. Like I'm showing up as me, right? How do you get there? Well, you have to be very rooted in yourself. You have to feel a deep sense of connection. And every time you do, you know, things like this that I just mentioned, like your to feel list, right? And you get very intentional about how you want to feel moving through your day, like the dominant empowered energies life is going to keep coming at you man right it's coming at us every fucking day like it or not it's happening but we have so much more power in our response to life we have so much more power than we realize or put into practice rather you know how how we lead ourselves to face life to create our life right and i feel so passionate about sharing these little tips, um, such as your to feel list, because they empower you. So I think, you know, the message that I really want to drive home around this to feel list is this, you have so much more power than you realize every single day to be intentional about how you want to experience yourself emotionally in your day-to-day life. And your emotions are really powerful, you know, creators. Like they, it's all energy. And, you know, if you're walking around and you're, you're feeling like shit all day, I mean, first of all, giving you a big hug, um, (laughs) truly, but you know, it's, it's not going to, to bring you experiences that are going to make you feel better or things that you want. Right. Um, if you're walking around and you're feeling really good and you know, sort of high vibing, you're going to be calling in. And it's not even about like doing this for that, you know, but you will be calling in, you know, more experiences that feel really good. But let's just say no opportunity or nothing. You know what? Let me give you another example. You walk around and you're feeling really good energetically. You're going to be able to capture the beauty that surrounds you every single day the sunrise or sunset, depending on where you live, what direction, um, the hummingbird that flies by, um, you know, just like all of the little things, like the glistening ocean, wherever you live, you know what I mean? Everyone got a different environment. But my point is to say that um, it really, it, it the power lives within us. It really does. So drawing out a very intentional list of how you would like to feel And for me, I like to kind of pick three energies, you know, keep it simple, you know, um, and keep it focused, you know, um, and I, and I run with it, you know, and I hold myself in, into these energies to the best of my ability. And, you know, what's also great about it is that, um, when, if, and when, and this certainly happens, because again, life is fucking coming after us. Right. Um, you know, if I get rocked or if something throws me off, I go back to those three energies and, and they root me 
So just to kind of put a bow on this, don't just be a human doing, be a human being. And, and, and actually there's some tactics to help you do that. And one of which I just shared is create a to feel list next to your to-do list, or like me, maybe put your to-feel in your, your journal and your to-do and your planner, however you want to do it. But I really do believe um, in the power of doing this. And again, you know, it really comes back to just creating a much deeper relationship with yourself. And that, that is one of my driving missions in everything that I create, do, share, through Black Belt Beauty, through my coaching, Queen of Everything, is to bring you home to your most empowered, authentic self. Because the power that lives in that version of you is unfucking stoppable and unfucking breakable. And that's what I know I'm here to do, to shine the light on that path that is within you, that is you, that brings you home to that version of you. So... I think that's it for the solo episode right now. Oh, oh my gosh, you guys, yesterday I sat down and I recorded a solo episode and I, you know, went back later to watch it and there was a technical issue and the sound didn't work. So, you know, I had spent 40 minutes wrapping out about authenticity. I'll bring it back. Um, but it, I, you know, it was just such a bummer. And it's so funny, you know, when these things happen to me at this stage, um, because I'm really big on this whole, I've talked about this um, a lot, but, you know, for those of you who are not familiar with the refractory uh, period in psychology, it's, you know, stimulus happens. You have a response emotionally, right? We have like our baseline, like how we're just, you know, generally moving throughout our day emotionally. Stimulus happens takes you away from baseline and that, um, refractory period is how long it takes you to get back from baseline. And I've always, before I even knew what the refractory period was, I was always so just turned on by this idea of, because I love composure and I love that steadiness of emotion, you know, not robotic at all. Obviously I'm fucking super passionate and fiery and all the things, but like, you know, just to, to, to be so, regulated and emotionally disciplined, right? Because there's so much power in that, right? And so I was always really attracted to this idea of like, how do I, how do I close that gap? You know, and every stimulus is gonna, you know, some some things need time, right? Some things really maybe hurt and you gotta it takes time to process to get back to a state where you're more um, you know, you you've departed from the melancholy and you know you're back into a good place, um, a happy place. But anyways, you know, when these kind of situations happen, like the solo soda and the technical issue at this stage, I just kind of laugh it off a bit, you know, because the value of my frustration, how funny is that? Like I'm putting value on my frustration. Um, but it's an energy that I don't want to just be thrown out all the time because to be honest, it doesn't feel good. Right. So it's something that I, I really only want to have to live through when it's really worthy of that, you know, and then I'll move myself through the process, whatever, but that was not worthy of it. Right. It was annoying as fuck. 
you know, I really loved what I shared for all of you, but again, it's not like it's scripted. I just kind of channel this stuff and, and I will come back to another solo episode and, and share it with you and for you. Um, but the point is, is like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe you take whatever you need from that and I'll just leave it there. But, um, I'm happy. I'm so happy that this five mile run just, you know, you know, conjured up what I shared with you in this episode. And I really, really hope that, cause I know it was a, a bit, a mix of two things. Um, but I really hope that, and always that it, 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 it strengthened you in some area of self, right? Mind, heart, spirit, all the above. Cause that is what I am here to do. That is the purpose behind every, every single piece of content that I create. It's to empower you. It's to show you the hope that lives within you, you know, that you, you know, and, and to point you in directions that keep you strong, that keep you rooted and connected to your whole self, right? Your whole self. So I'm going to feed myself, my whole self. And um, you guys, let me know. Did this do anything for you in a way that, you know, really supported you or just any feedback, really? I I really, really love and value your feedback. Um, DM me, Roxy Look on Instagram. Um, put it in the comments underneath uh, the post for this episode. Um email, you know, it's, it's, it's all there for you and social. If you have not given this podcast, a five-star rating review, please do so. I am my team. We work so hard and it, it, it is, it's external validation. This is where external validation matters, you guys, because we put our heart and soul into every aspect of all of these episodes. And we just want to know, you know, that it's really doing something for you. And I know it asks you to work, but I put a very easy link. So whatever phone you have, like anything, it's just all there. Click on the link. Super easy. Um, it, it literally takes a minute, you know, unless you want to really dig deep into a review. Um, it might take longer. And I appreciate that. Whatever it is, like bring it. So, all right, you guys, with all my heart, I say thank you. And I, I love, love, love being here with you and for you. And I'm always looking forward to being back here with you and for you. So I will see you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with, you know, editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. 
Resonate recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.